And then tonight at the Kohl Center, you have the Badger basketball team going against Purdue. If the Badgers beat Purdue, as Rowdy took them in the razor's edge there, and I'm, I'm speaking it into existence, they're going to win tonight. Uh, once the Badgers beat Purdue, they'll have won the Big Ten regular season title. Uh, this is a team that was picked to be anywhere highest was what, what seventh, Rowdy, or eighth? Why do I always forget this? Seventh. Seventh, seventh was the highest. And the lowest pick. was 12th. Lowest was 12th. Consensus was 10th. 10th. From a team that all these, uh, you know, journalists and writers with mustard stains all over their t shirts that think they can push papers better than you, consensus was 10th. If they win the night, they have won the Big Ten. The question from True Advisor on Twitch, and I'm going to put it up as a Twitter poll Wisconsin sports fans, if only one, could happen today between the Badger basketball team and Aaron Rodgers. Which would you choose? Wisconsin wins, therefore winning the Big Ten, and Rodgers leaves or retires or just you know goes away. Or Wisconsin loses tonight, and it comes out that Rodgers is staying. Which would you choose? And Rowdy, RJ, think about it a little bit. Rowdy had his answer already. Yeah, boom, boom. It took me about two seconds to think boom, about boom. it. I will take a Purdue win and an Aaron Rodgers returning. Oof, just like, and Rowdy said it just like that at I 6.05 mean, this morning. I think we all expect Wisconsin to come back and beat Nebraska on Sunday. Yep. If they don't, we go from talking about a one seed to shaming them. Shame. 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 RJ? But so that so that's at least at least a share of the Big Ten. Yeah. Pending even Purdue could potentially lose their last game. True. So you're getting yeah, you're getting at least a share, which is a big rivalry. You're getting at least a share of the Big Ten, and you're getting your two four time MVP, two time reigning MVP back. Yep. And clearly have a shot at making another Super Bowl, as we've said with Aaron Rodgers for the last twelve years. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not a believer in Jordan Love. Whether Jordan Love ends up being a top ten quarterback or not, I don't think next year he's a top ten quarterback. He gives you the best chance to win next year. RJ, if only yeah. one could happen today, that's one. Between Badger basketball potentially winning the Big Ten and Aaron Rodgers staying or leaving with the Packers, which would you choose? Um No, obviously this that's is just today. This is today. The Badgers win. And Rodgers says bye-bye. Or the Packers well, trade necess- it, it wouldn't necessarily happen today. No. I mean, Rodgers leaves. That would, that's, what, that's the deal you're sealing. Oh, sure, yeah. So Badgers win the Big Ten outright, and Rodgers is either retired or traded somewhere else. Well, bye. bye. He does love his tombstone. I do. I, well, so does he. So does, I yeah, know. I mean, so do I. I mean. I love the movie more than the pizza. If you do not, well, I mean, it's a Wisconsin staple. Tombstone pizza or the movie? Tombstone pizza. Made in Wisconsin. I'm just over. I'm like over frozen pizza. Kind of. Okay, say that then. Not don't single out a Wisconsin company. Okay, I did love Tombstone a lot growing up as a kid. And now you're out of frozen pizza. You've grown. You've grown past. I'm just. Pizza. I'm just over it for okay. the time being. I'll come back around to it. But yeah. I, so you're saying the you would have Wisconsin wins and Rogers leaves. Yep. Now if. Are you certain on the status of Jordan Love moving forward? Or is it that you know you want to see Wisconsin win it outright? Because if they lose tonight, they still can win the Big Ten, a share of it against Nebraska. I, I want it outright. You just, I want it all or so nothing you at all? Have those people be like, oh, they tied for it. It's not a real title. Well, you could go back to the, when uh, last year. Almost they, every Big Ten title regular season has been shared for like the last 80 years. And that's not real. That's just made up. 
So don't <laughs> just, call just don't, don't call me out on it. But that the, the regular season titles more often shared than it's not. So yeah, I mean the Badgers got what it was a three way tie last yeah. season. Badgers came crawling back. Well, I feel like that's only right for the Big Ten title to be shared every year. And the reason why is because there's 14 teams. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's more often <laughs> than not. Big Ten with 14 teams. It's more often than not going to be a shared regular season title. All right, I put the poll up at Zone Madison. And you can go tweet it in. You could call it in at 608-321-1670. Uh, Nelly going with Roger stays. Badgers lose tonight. RJ going with Wisconsin wins, Rodgers leaves. I'm still thinking, because I do like the idea of that winning it outright, but I do love me some Rodgers. But I could be persuaded in potentially sacrificing both of them for a Brewers World Series. <laughs> or, or just a b- baseball season? Or how about this, Robbie? The, the Packers. <laughs> we'll the, go that low, but. Uh, Grant Bills is going to join us at 740. Would you go his line of thinking? The, no. The Packers no. lose the Super Bowl for the Brewers just to have an appearance of the World Series. No. Ooh, yeah, let's do that. I like that one. Two losers. <laughs> no. I don't want one winner. I would like two losers, please. Grant Bill is going to join us at 740. All right. So, oh, also, Bonnie Olson is joining us at 8 o'clock. Oh. Uh, the voice of Wisconsin volleyball is going to be a voice of something new. I think you mean voice of Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, she's done uh, Wisconsin. Let's see here. Wisconsin volleyball, Wisconsin women's basketball, Wisconsin men's basketball, softball, yep. uh, soccer. Yep. And now. A big, big, big thing coming up for Bonnie. Big. Yidge. Later this month in March, we'll talk about it at 8 o'clock with Bonnie. And we're going to have a little uh, a little quiz for her Oh, oh yeah, of some uh, some names that she has to read. Oh, Because, you know, she's the voice. All right, so let's go to the phones quick. 608-321-1670. Good morning. Who do I got? Good morning, gentlemen. Well, if it isn't Wisco Chat. How are you guys today? Just been missing you. Well, <laughs> been missing you. How you doing? Since you oh, been gone. You're all right. I, I wish they would have got a deal together for baseball last night. Hey, hey, hey. They extended the deadline. Could do it. They 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 found common ground. They extended the deadline to today at 4 o'clock. Until they start chopping mean, off regular season games. That just means that the Players Association was holding their ground. And MLB was like, uh, we can't cancel games. Let's push it back. <laughs> yeah. At least they found some common ground. Yeah, they, the common ground is, is none of them want to lose money. But they, they got the 12-team playoff. Yeah. Well, actually, I, there's updates saying that oh. the owners are still fighting for that 14-team playoff. Oh, God. You guys have seen basketball, right? Hell yeah. It, it, it's going to be like... You know, the exhaustive regular season followed by 13 weeks of playoffs. Like, just you, you can't – I don't know. If you're <laughs> going to do that, shorten the regular season to like 156 or 147. I don't mind an, actually well, a shorter regular season. There's no point in playing a, a long, drawn-out uh, drawn regular season when you let like more than half the – like you let half the teams in. Yeah. What's yeah. the point of playing that long other than That's obviously dumb. the money? And then uh, how many of those series are going to be one game series and how many are three? Well, they have these ghost w- I don't know if you've heard about the ghost wins that they're proposing. What? It's stupid. Don't even look it up. So like <laughs> like so the Brewers, so let's say the Brewers win the NL Central but they don't have the most wins, so therefore they're not the highest seed. They would have a ghost win 
and all the playoff uh, series would be at home in that opening round. So they would only have to win. What was it, Rowdy? They only have to win one game then, or was it? It was so stupid. It's it's only. It's, so, it's really confusing and dumb. It's not that confusing, but I just don't remember. Why are they messing up a good thing? Because it's Rob Manfred and baseball. They're idiots. Okay, I, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm backing up my backing up the tracks on the Rob Manford. I I used to think he was better than C League, but that. Okay, here you go. So uh, uh, the union proposed a ghost win in a 12-team format and floated the same idea for 14. In a best-of-two-of-three wildcard round, the other two division winners would start with a one-game advantage while playing the entire series at home. So the example they gave, the Brewers would have needed to win two games, uh, the Phillies all three in 2021. Without a ghost win, the only advantages for non-buy division winners in a league proposal would be the choice of uh, wildcard opponent and home field. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, but, but like again, it like it just it, it, you know in, in the National League it made a, I feel like it had a little bit more advantage with the whole you know pitcher and the ninth and da da da. You know, it, <clears throat> well we're taking away our biggest advantage of Craig Council. <laughs> you mean the Brewers legend? Yeah. <laughs> Careful with those words. Hey, that was the Bucks words, not mine. Well, has anybody read that book, The Chicken Runs at Midnight? Is it Council in it or like was it the Angry Rooster? Craig Council? No, it, it, but it's the book called The Chicken Runs at Midnight. It's, either Craig wrote the book or Ghostwriter or somebody else wrote it for him. But ghost it's, wins, like, Ghostwriters, Ghost Runners. Tell us going on around here. Let's see here. Bring baseball back, Rowdy. Get on it. Go fix it. If you want to get it done, we plop Rowdy into the negotiation rooms. There would be heads knocked. I'd tell you that. He, he is a uh, quite stern negotiator. <laughs> Rowdy would mess some people up. We, we wouldn't be negotiating anymore. Rowdy would be telling them. I would be telling what the, what the deal is. Here. It, it wouldn't be negotiating. It would be telling. It's kind of going to look like an all-star wrestling event. Suplex. Suplex. <laughs> Rowdy, what would the first thing you would say be? You walk into you walk into the room. Both entities, the Players Association, Major League Baseball, are sitting right there. You're F- in the middle. F- what, you. What's the first thing that comes out of your mouth when you open the door? Probably something close to the along the lines of what Vince Lombardi is famously quoted as yelling on the sidelines. The hell's going on out the here? The hell's going on out here? <laughs> <laughs> probably a few. Probably end up being a finger guy pointing. A oh little yeah. Bit. I can oh, see you would you point in the guy. chest? Probably not at the chest, but. Would you t- gently touch their elbow to set things off? <laughs> no, that's just not that's just not toucher. right. Not an elbow toucher. Hey, Chad, you still there? I'm here. When it comes to our Twitter poll today, if you could choose one, and hang on, I'm just going to toss you on hold and just put this other person on hold quick. Chad, if you could choose one, Wisconsin wins the Big Ten outright tonight, and then it turns out that Rodgers is retiring or getting traded, or it's announced that Rodgers is coming back for the Packers, but the Badgers lose the outright Big Ten title. Still could get it. Against Nebraska on Sunday, what do you pick, my friend? Well, the hard part here is like Rogers retiring wouldn't be the absolute worst. It just is what it is, right? But Rogers being traded would be a dagger. Rogers, you know, like yeah, I, I'd say I take I can take a because the Badgers season isn't done with a loss. I could take a loss, so I'm I'm in team Camp Rowdy here. 
Camp Camp Rogers, Camp Rowdy. No, Camp, yeah, Camp Camp Rogers, Camp Rowdy. Camp Rogers, Camp Rowdy. That'd be a it's hell of a summer old. camp. Chad, now they're now if you saw some of the updates, they're talking about the fourteen team playoff back on the table. Absolutely not. Twelve is the absolute most teams I want to see make the playoffs. And now the players are talking about potentially shift rules. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, this I saw all, players talking about the band the shift. This has gone too far from both sides. Yep. I saw Gallo talking about it. And like complaining, he's an idiot. Oh. He's, he's he's that's because he's not a good hitter. How am I supposed to hit what? when a guy's standing where I hit it? He's an idiot. Remember, him did you see Bryce Harper say that he wants to go to Japan and play? Good for him. Why? Because he's got free time. Oh, okay. It was a joke, but like on his Instagram account, he's like, uh, I forgot what team he tagged, but it was like, Hey, you up? I got some free time. Oh, I thought they were going to offer him ridiculous amounts of money to go play there. And do nothing. I don't know how that would work, though, if you're technically unemployed because your season's not playing. I wonder if you could sign with Japan because it would be funny if some superstars from Major League Baseball signed with Japan just to stick it to the owners. Well, it's interesting, too, because a contract for MLB, I don't understand. You could, you, they, the guys play in the Dominican all winter, so I don't think any of that really matters, right? Mm-hmm. Does anything matter they, anymore, Chad? Nothing um, really no. matters it's, it's just to like, me. It's just like the salary cap. It doesn't really exist. Exactly. It's just a, exactly. It doesn't it's actually just a exist. fictional thing of our imagination. Chad, um, was this a fictional thing of my imagination, this phone call? Or was it was nice to hear from you? Oh, it's good to hear. Good to hear from me, I think. <laughs> see, you, see you later, Chad. See you, buddy. It's good for you to hear my voice. I think it's good for you. it's good to hear from me. An idea from Major League Baseball. So Major League Baseball and the Players Association, they found common ground last night. And that common ground was to extend the deadline before they start hacking off regular season games. They're like, because the deadline was yesterday. They had a 16-hour meeting that went to, what, 2 a.m. in the morning? And the only thing they could agree on, really, was to extend the hard deadline to today at 4 o'clock Central. Well, they actually did agree on some things and get a lot closer oh, on playoff format correct? on other things. I gave it a 5% chance yesterday. Remember, it was me, you, and RJ. We're yep. sitting here talking. What are the actual odds you give it? I said a 5% chance. RJ got gave done. 20%. Yeah, and, and you I said gave one, one in a million. million. So you're telling me there's a So chance. obviously no one really had a lot of confidence that it was going to get done yesterday. I think it gets done today by the deadline. So there's a lot of positive talk last night, right? I mean, a 16-hour meeting. Uh, the sides made progress toward a new deal during the marathon negotiating session, which included more than a dozen meetings and wrapped up for the night around 2.30, uh, so one thirty central time. Gaps between the sides on the competitive balance tax thresholds, minimum salary, and bonus pool for pre-arbitration players, the sources said. But you got to look at how far. So first off, Major League Baseball owners did not want to meet. They were the ones that were, for the most part, lock. Well, they they did lock the players out. Yeah, and they were the ones that didn't really want to meet. This holdout has been about ninety days, or I guess a lockout. It's been about ninety, 90 days. days. They really didn't start coming together for the last week. Yeah, with with serious talks last week, and if you really were talking about serious stuff, the last day. The, the thing that pisses me off a lot is knowing that they had a meeting that lasted what fifteen minutes a couple of weeks ago. Why did they need to have a fifteen minute meeting and then turn into a sixteen hour one last night? Well, Why couldn't you have figured this out sooner? 
This this reminds me of a group project in college <laughs> where you get like four or five people in a group and you always have your one person that literally does nothing. You have another person that or two that take control. The go-getters. Yeah. This reminds me of the person in the group project that they're literally the person that puts everything to last minute. So you're like, okay, well, Johnny over here is not doing anything. Yeah. Well, my grandma S- just died. Sally and Bobby already have their stuff done. And now we're waiting on freaking Jimmy, and he better get it in by the deadline. And, and Jimmy he, can't get it together. He, he ends up getting it in, but he doesn't talk to anyone like the last second, and it, it gets completed. I think that's how it's going to go. But it's just it's frustrating and annoying for fans. Yeah. Oh, my God, big time. Well, probably for everyone on all accounts. But, like, think about where they were. The first year average salary was, what, five seventy, five hundred seventy thousand. 570000 Yeah. And... Major League Baseball Players Association comes in and they're like, actually, we want seven hundred and seventy-five thousand. What did they settle on as of yesterday? Seven hundred thousand. <laughs> but what? But what did they give them the first offer? Wasn't it like five hundred and seventy-five thousand? Yeah. Then it was yeah. like six hundred thousand, and then six hundred and fifteen. But all of a sudden, when it was twenty-four hours to go, they bumped it all the way up to seven hundred thousand. It's it's frustrating, right? Like. It almost wasn't even like negotiating. It was literally like, we don't want to negotiate at all. Oh, shoot, we have 24 hours. This is looking really bad for us out in the public eye. They just found that out, figured that out last night, that it was looking bad for them in the public eye. You guys that's, would look like absolute clowns for 90 days. That's the first time days. they've taken action, yeah. was it not? You guys are clowns. You or, wear clown shoes. You put on clown makeup and a clown wig every time you get up. Or how about the players wanting the arbitration pool to be like, what was it, 115 or $120 million to start? Mm-hmm. And the original pool was like $15 million, And the owners go... Ah, twenty million. We'll bump it up five million from yeah. where you're at now. And then it was forty. And then I think the last one it was a lot. It was much closer to where the players wanted than what originally was offered. So annoying. Like Just it was figure such, it, out, dude. it was almost like their offers were such from Major League Baseball were such low ball offers that it was like this is going nowhere. Yeah, you're you're really not even negotiating at this point. You're just throwing out an offer. Just to say you threw out an offer. The clowns. It's like, yeah. Clowns. Hey, I'd like, to, clowns. Buy, I'd like to buy this new car that's $40,000. I'll give you fifteen. <laughs> and the guy just looks at it and goes, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? There's, there's the door. That, that was the 15-minute meeting, I bet. Yeah, there's the door. There you go. Oh, we'll talk more about it. Phone line's blowing up. Line one, good morning. Who's this? Starting to come together, Evo. It's starting to come together. Thanks, Lou. Line two, who's this? What's up, boys? Hey, Paul, hey. Hey, uh, Nelly, you know why Jimmy never got his assignment done on time? Because <laughs> Jimmy cracked corn and he don't care. <laughs> no, Jimmy cracked a beer and he don't care in college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, so th- this whole thing, they should be negotiating. They should be negotiating in, like, in cycles. They should be going round the clock. If either of them actually gave a rat's ass about anything, like, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, and I-, I like baseball. I do. But yeah, tough being a Cubs fan, though. I get it. First of all, well, we won a World Series, so <laughs> there's that. Um, but anyhow, it, it's fun to watch. But there's too many games. You lose int- Like by the middle of the summer, you're just like Jesus. There's still a whole half season to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're fine if they hack off some regular season but, games. But my, well, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't care for a shorter season, I, to be honest with you. Personally, I don't care because I would rather just watch the the back end of the season and the in the, the playoffs. The 162 is an effing grind. 
And it, but you look at it and you're just wondering, you know, this is baseball has done this more than any other major professional sport. You know, I know the last time was 94, so it was a while ago. The NFL has had a few, like, I remember in 84 when they had scab players and stuff. Don't forget the scab refs for the NFL, too, but that's a little different. Yeah, but I I just, it's like, why? Why? Baseball's, they're not the number one sport in the country. They're probably number three. No, they're definitely number three. And and so what do you want to keep messing with your, your game for and chasing fans away? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's They should annoying. be negotiating in teams around the clock trying to get it done. Hey, speaking of negotiations, let me ask you this, Paulie. So we had some ideas. My first idea was uh, you get both entities in a, the same room, and then I get rowdy over here all riled up and pissed off, and then I throw them in the room with them. Uh, that was my suggestion, that rowdy would get it done, like physical violence to get it done. But then rowdy had a really better idea. I like the Charlie idea. <laughs> yeah, do you want yep, to- that was exactly my my idea. You get Charlie a few ice houses, get him in the room. He's the mediator. He he'd be slurring all over him, and they'd be like, "I agree. You agree? I agree. Yeah, we both agree. Let's just go. get Let's me out of this room." Uh, <laughs> Brenda messaged me though and said, "What about this? The trifecta of negotiations. You get Charlie, Scotty, and Dave from Monona all in the same room together." <laughs> That that would I don't know I think everyone in there might off themselves I'm not sure. I, hey, I heard you guys talking about the expanded playoffs and how it waters it down too. Mm-hmm. What about those? You know, if you expand it, more cities can be involved. And those poor cities, those 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 people rely on those jobs. Oh, you're going you know back to I mean? the you're going back to the yes, uh, I am. I'm, I'm going yes, to the London. Well, Paulie, no, yeah. I mean, have you did you do your uh, task yesterday that I that I told you to do? What was that? Go to every bar owner in Green Bay and spit in their face? <laughs> no, no. I, like I said, I said it. Those people in Green Bay will be there. In fact, did you know, it led me to look for something because I knew I'd... See, I'm always, I'm always to, making people you know, think and get a little smarter and, you know, well, it, some it information. Tweaks something, it tweaks something back before the malted hops. <laughs> and, the bong, um, and the bong resin? Yeah. yeah. And then and, and, uh, I remember, I, I, did you know... That George Hallis, so Aaron Rodgers claims he owns the Packers. Yeah, George Hallis floated $500 to the Packers. George Hallis also got the Packers reinstated into the NFL in I, 1922. Because I did they were know using that. college players illegally. I did know and that. And in 1956, he gave an impassioned speech about how they should use public funds to keep the field, which would become Lambeau Field. Yeah. And that kept the Packers in Green Bay. I know all that. And we thank George Hallis for that because then he could pass ownership off to Brett Favre than Aaron Rodgers. So in reality, Aaron Rodgers still works for George Hallis. It almost it almost sounds like George Hallis loved Green Bay more than he actually liked being in Chicago. Like Jim McMahon. He said being playing for the Packers was the best organization <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, but McMahon still wore a Bears jersey under his Packers jersey. So whatever. But you get my point. Anyhow, yeah, I, I don't know. And that John Morant thing was sick. That was and Dude, uh, that dunk and Bill, then his shot before halftime. Oofta. Yeah, Bill, those were back to back plays. Yeah, that was too. That was nasty. And I wanted to ask a question because you were talking about Bill's mustache. Grant, I, I Grant Bill's, Grant Bill's mustache. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've never seen. I've never seen a picture of the guy in my life. I'll I send you no a picture. What he, what he looks like. What do you think he looks what like, quick? 
But is it a manly Burt Reynolds mustache? Or yeah, it's it actually it's actually a good looking thick mustache. Like me, Paulie. Like my mustache, I'm blonde. I'm like so I'm like pale. My my mustache is literally like white and wispy. It's bad, bad. Rowdy's got a very nice facial hair, and Grant actually has really nice uh, mustache. So it's not a, a Freddie Mercury gay cop looking. No. Village people mustache. No. Okay. It's more of a Reno nine one one. Hey, that's a great show. Hey, Paul, you see, so we'll talk to you later, brother. Later, later. <laughs> no, Grant has a very nice mustache. I will, literally the only I'm not jealous, but the only thing that I, I'm jealous of Grant to a degree on is his ability to grow a mustache. I can't. It's it's literally white and wispy. <laughs> it's white and wispy. It screams stranger danger. So I I can't do it. All right, Rowdy. So. Did you see Bryce Harper, by the way? Bryce Harper, should he be up for D-bag of the week for uh, feigning of going to Japan? Or is this just like a, hey, tee ha-ha? I think it's a ha-ha, but also maybe like a, if you don't figure something out soon, maybe more people will jump to Japan or Korea like they did in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Because who, who all went over there in 2020? Well, it was, it was... like, um, remember Tyler Saladino? Yeah, former Brewer. And what did they call him when the Oh, they called him Slamadino. Yeah, Slamadino. But he was one of the guys that he's pretty much his entire career has been a fringe Major League Baseball player. He's a guy that'll play as a journeyman in the Major Leagues or he's been in AAA. Mm -hmm. He was like, screw this. I don't know what's going to happen in 2020. They're cutting minor leagues. I'm going. He signed with Korea. Yeah. Bryce Harper uh, photoshopped himself into a Tokyo jersey and it says, yo, Yamuri Giants, you up? I got some time to kill. Bryce Harper kind of saying like, hey, I want to go to Japan. I'm just more frustrated that it seemed like the talks were getting extremely close last night, right around 11, 12 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it was like random stuff when I woke up that they were throwing out. Like one thing that absolutely pisses me off is is players like Joey Gallo that want to have the shift outlawed. Yeah, why? It's it's. It's literally telling you, okay, drop, drop, even if you're not great at going the other way, drop a bunt down. Yeah, we need the shift outlawed. I can't, I can't handle this. Well, you're then, a professional. Then all of a sudden they say, well, bunting's way harder than you think. You're a professional. I see kids that are 10 years old that can bunt. Rowdy, they're professionals. You, they just don't practice it. And, the, and then the other thing is, just be a better hitter. I, I actually just hate yeah. the game that they're developing where it's, Literally dead pull hitters swing as hard as you can. If you strike out, you strike out instead of being like an all around good hitter. Like one of the guys that was actually up for the hall of fame this time around, it was Todd Helton. That was a guy that was a great first baseman one defensively with the Rockies, but two, he could hit the ball the other way and go the other way and had a little bit of pop. Like Wait, it's not need like shift outlaw, it's though. not like he was the Mark McGuire where he was just huge burly dude that just swung as hard as he could and yeah. hit home runs. He went the other way. He was he was very um, he was very technical when it came to hitting like yeah. a good baseball hitter. They need to get more of those type of guys. Anyone can be the beer league guy that weighs 260. Just go swing and, for the fences and swing as hard as he can. Strike out or home run ends up hitting, a, you know, a buck 95, but he hit 30 home runs. Yeah. Get some dingers like I'm sorry, but. I would much rather watch a, a solid overall baseball player that has like 15 home runs than having to watch Daniel Vogelback play first base. Uh, tonight, huge. New AP Top 25 poll is out. Badgers 10th in the nation. The Purdue Boilermakers 8th in the nation. And if we remember correctly, 
The last time Wisconsin played Purdue, it was in West Lafayette. And they went down there and they punked Purdue. Uh, first time they had won there. Was that the first time they won there since like 1967 since it opened? I think so. Or maybe that was the first time that they beat both Michigan State and Purdue on the road. Whatever it was, it was historic. I'll have to uh, rack my brain a little bit. But, Rowdy, you got big old Zach Eady <laughs> waiting down low for the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, last time they played, it was 74-69, to Wisconsin won. And if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rowdy, didn't every big man uh, on the Badgers use every foul they had against Zach Eady? Yeah, pretty close. They definitely used their fouls up as they were going to have. They were going to have to. But I, I think my biggest uh, matchup that I'm looking for is the rematch between Johnny Davis and Jaden Ivey. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Two guys on the U19 FIBA team that won uh, the Basketball World Cup. Because Johnny Davis punked him. Big time. Johnny Davis had 37 points, was just a man possessed. While Edie had, well, not Edie, Ivy had 14 points. Zach Edie had 24. Uh, Jaden Ivey had 14 points, and Johnny Davis was all over that dude. Because that was that stretch we were talking about, right, Rowdy, where it's like, well, Johnny Davis is going against another lottery pick. Uh, we had a couple of games like that, and Johnny Davis kept punking him and punking him and punking him. And now we get the rematch. Purdue, Wisconsin, Johnny Davis, and uh, Jaden Ivey. Going to be some good stuff. Uh, have you seen the spread? I haven't looked yet. Uh, I think Wisconsin was a two-and-a-half to three-point underdog. Ooh, okay. Uh, I was talking with Sports Pat yesterday, and he was uh, saying essentially a pick em, but he was leaning with Purdue because he always bets against the Badgers, and the Badgers going to win. Yeah, here it is. I see right here. Purdue, th- a three-point favorite over under at 144. Rowdy, man, how stoked are you for the game tonight? Eight o'clock tip, Cole Center, uh, Big Ten title on the line. I'd prefer it to be a six o'clock tip, Same. but I, know. I guess we'll settle for eight. We'll settle for eight and bad news. I guess you could award one if you wanted to. The ma- the mass mandate has ended in Dane County. Thank, thank you, baby Jesus. But Rowdy, not at the Cole center. You still have to order until the 12th. What we were talking about. So um, once you're there and just take it off, run free from the mass that binds you. So big stuff tonight. Um, Wisconsin has it all in front of them. We've, uh, I wouldn't say been doubting this team all year, but there's been these moments, right? Like uh, the last Purdue game in West Lafayette or, you know, against some other teams, uh, Rutgers at the rack over the weekend. It was the thinking of like, man, I don't know. Are you bought in and sold on this team completely now, Rowdy? Or do you have to see it again tonight with Purdue coming into the Kohl Center? I mean, hell, I saw I saw talk that Wisconsin should be a one seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they're sitting what now? Is, uh, what are they, a two seed? Uh, There's probably not many seasons just in college basketball history, not Wisconsin, but college basketball history, where you have people talking about a one or a two seed, mm-hmm. and then that same team's fan base talking about whether or not they're legit or not. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> like, we've been very skeptical of this team all season because it just doesn't feel... Like, I feel like I'm dreaming. Kind well, of. think about the last two times Wisconsin was a one or a two seed in the tournament. They went to the national championship and they made a final four. Yeah. And this team. <laughs> but, and we weren't questioning whether that team was good or not. We knew that team was good. So take you back to the two final four runs in the regular season of the Big Ten. Were there games where you're just like, ah, I don't know about this, man. I feel I'm really hesitant. I'm literally leery. Or was it, no, man, this is Wisconsin. They're good. They're good. Like, especially the second Final Four run. 
was it did you ever feel leery of wins or like this year it's like i don't know man i don't know like we were just thinking about the rack on saturday to Rutgers. like I don't the know. two final four teams i think the first time i really questioned if wisconsin was going to get a win not not in game cuz yeah. remember they had a a real tough game with oregon where they came back and won yeah but but a going into the game if i was questioning whether or not I thought they could win was the first Final Four go around where they had to get past Arizona and and sweaty Sean Miller and they're that like was the game threes everywhere. It, that was the game where before it even started, I go, man, can Wisconsin get past Arizona here? Uh-huh. They did, but yeah, I the the only other time was can they get past Kentucky, the team that's undefeated? Yeah. In the regular season, though, for those teams, I, well, there was never. It was, was there ever a doubt? That was like by appointment viewing for yeah. those two teams, especially the fourteen fifteen team. It, you couldn't miss a game because it was just so exciting to watch. Yeah, this season, I mean, we've been looking at games. And, I mean, we didn't really know who exactly they were when the season first started. Uh, the first game where I'm like, where I where I finally started to believe, where I'm just like, okay, they can do it. That was when Wisconsin played against Houston. And that was in the you know the Maui Gym Maui Invitational in Las Vegas, and I was like, okay, I was leery about Houston, and then once the game started to unfold, I kind of, I settled in by the second half. I'm like, man, Wisconsin's going to do this, and then ever since that Houston game, I've been a big believer. But there have been times, moments in the season, we were like, God, I don't know, because you know when they went to Ohio State and they got actually spanked, uh, seventy three to fifty five. That's when more doubt started to creep into the brain, right, of Wisconsin. And then the first game against Purdue against West Lafayette, I didn't figure Wisconsin would win. They hadn't done it, I don't think, ever in that arena. And then they did it again. Uh, It's beaten Houston. They went and beat Purdue. You're like, wow, this team can do it. And then what were some games, Rowdy, where you're just, like, leery of them? Um, Michigan State? Michigan State, especially the first one with no Tyler Wall. Michigan State with no Tyler Wall. What about the rematch against Ohio State? Because they had punked you so hard. I don't know. Is that the Cole Center? Is Ohio State? So I'll, I agree with you on Michigan State. Uh, I'll say Rutgers at the rack, which just happened on Saturday. Rutgers at the rack. What about um, maybe maybe it was just I'm thinking of us like lamenting on the spread. Like if the Badgers, which they don't really cover too much, if they would cover that spread. Because Wisconsin, when did you become a believer in this Wisconsin team? Hmm. Well, looking at the looking at the timeline, thought they would be maybe a fringe tournament team at best mm-hmm. to the first month of the season saying, dang, this team looks like it's a tournament team, but not like, you know, a top yeah. top like they'll high, get in. yeah, high ended seed. I was thinking, oh, this this team's could get in with like a eight, nine, ten. Yeah. They'll like they'll get into the tournament. And when did I really become a believer? It was probably when they beat Purdue the first time and that was like because you had a little substance right you had that Indiana win where they came back huge they had the Houston win uh, St. Mary's win and then you're like all right is this team real on the road and beat Purdue okay looking at the games where I didn't believe in Wisconsin both Michigan State games Mm -hmm. one the first one was just because they didn't have Tyler Wall yeah second one was at Michigan State on the road and yeah it's a tough matchup Illinois just because of the Kofi Coburn factor. And then probably the last one where I didn't really believe in them was at the rack against Rutgers Four four true games. And how are you feeling tonight? Cause this is a big one. 
at Big Ten Championship on the line? I think it's going to be a close game. Well, they're 14 and one and six points or fewer in games. I, I do believe I agree with you. Definitely a close game tonight. And I think we can cross off Nebraska. Yep. We're for, not going to doubt Wisconsin for Sunday. One. I won't doubt them there. So <laughs> I think I'm going to finish this season for big 10 play doubting them in four games. Crazy. Um, when did I, I became a believer after kind of that Houston game, but to your point, Rowdy. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be Purdue. Uh, when you go to West Lafayette, and well, and that was, down. you got to remember what occurred before that. It was the nickel state where they barely survived in one. It was the Illinois state where they barely survived in one. The COVID they outbreak. had COVID in there. And then all of a sudden you had to come back to big 10 play after you went one and one against Indiana and Ohio state who were perceived as, you know, top, top echelon, big 10 teams. Yep. Those were both teams. Everyone would figured finish in the top six or so. You went one and one, and you had to come back and play Purdue after struggling in those two games. Yeah, man. A lot of things to celebrate today. Badgers in contention to win the Big Ten tonight, baby. Beat Purdue. The regular season is theirs. It's Fat Tuesday. And Rowdy. March 1st, new month, the dumbass mass mandate is over, baby! Yeah, man! Shum out! Yeah! Perfect! I'm talking about cool in the gang, baby. Turn it on and rip the knob off! Uh, Rowdy and I are going to burn some mass later today. We're, we're going to do it in studio, but our engineer gave us the side eyes. So if you're going to do that, you're going to get put in the Hurt Locker. I like my odds against him, though, Rowdy. Well, I just don't want to jam him up. You know, Trevor helps us out a lot here, so Trevor, we love you. We won't burn any mass in studio. The closest it ever came was someone burned sage at the 93 and Jam studio. What was that, like three years ago? That was a while ago. Smelled like burnt hair and a filled diaper and... I'm trying to quote Anchorman here. I don't think I can say the next one. It smells like Bigfoot's... <clears throat> It just smelled terrible, like an electrical fire. And then our engineer came screaming down this hall, just like ready to murder. Don't burn any sage. And leave the mass burning outside. It's a celebration. Well, Rowdy, how about this? We celebrate, we'll definitely be celebrating big time tomorrow uh, or tonight when Wisconsin beats Purdue at the Kohl Center. It's a whiteout at the Kohl Center. So, Rowdy, let me ask you this. The Badgers getting a lot of fanfare as they should nationally. Now Uh, I saw yesterday it was Jeff Goodman, you know, big into college hoops, Uh, Jeff Goodman, making the case that Wisconsin should be a number one seed road wins against Purdue, Michigan state, Indiana Rutgers, neutral wins against a healthy Houston team, St. Mary's home wins against Ohio state, Marquette, Iowa, Indiana. They got Purdue tonight. Is there actually a bad loss for the Wisconsin Badgers on here? Well, we've talked about this just earlier this week and last week. Their worst loss is Rutgers. Yeah, at, at home. Their and Rutgers worst is not loss a, is Rutgers. Rutgers is not a, ba- not, Rutgers is not a terrible team. By no, Rutgers is currently on the bubble. Yeah. And if they get a nice little kick to end the season, they're probably in the tournament. I mean, you look at the Big Ten right now. You have Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, Ohio State, and Iowa are definitely locks in the NCAA tournament. Michigan State, I think they punched their ticket with a win against Purdue. And then there's Rutgers, Michigan, and Indiana that are all, well, Rutgers 10 and 8, Michigan 9 and 8, 
Indiana nine and nine all right there where if they have good and good finishes to the uh, regular season and uh, a decent appearance in the big 10 tournament might find their way into the tournament. Yep. Wisconsin obviously has played the majority of those teams twice. Their worst loss is Rutgers at the Cole center. And you can't say Providence. There was no Johnny Davis and Providence is a top 10 team. Providence is one of the best teams in the big East. And yeah. I think they will settle that actually to was it tonight or yesterday they played uh, Villanova. Uh, I'll have to go look again because I can't. Remember the top but of regardless, they're they're if they're not the best, they're one of the best teams in the Big East. They're currently ranked in the top fifteen. They're a good team. And tonight, Villanova, Providence. Yep. And Johnny Davis wasn't there. That's your first loss. Yep. That so, that that's it. That should be an easy sell. Saying one of the best players in the country didn't play. You lost at Ohio State, where that's been a tougher place to play for the Badgers. Ohio State is talented. They're ranked in the top twenty-five. So you you look at this, Wisconsin getting some fanfare to be a number one seed, and then you go look at their quad one, quad two wins, it's insane. They have made history 14-1 and one in, po- in games decided by six points or fewer, and you have this team that was picked a consensus to be 10th in the Big Ten. They could win it tonight, couple that in with the one seed I'm talking about, and now you look at and the roster itself, Roddy, something we talked about today and a couple times uh, last week. Who on this team is going to the NBA. Johnny Davis. That's it. That's it. Johnny Davis. Brad Davison going to go to the NBA, Rowdy? No. Um, Stephen Crowell? No. Uh, Tyler Think Wall? about all the really good big men that Wisconsin has had over the years. The overwhelming majority outside of what, Frank Kaminsky and John Luer, mm-hmm. they were all European big men. Yeah. So you look at this team, there's one super legit NBA player in Johnny Davis. Everyone else, maybe, maybe Europe. And we, we they, both said it. I think the best shot of anyone else going to the NBA is probably Chucky Hepburn, just because he's come out, uh, come into Wisconsin and played so well as a freshman. Yeah, he's got the he could have that trajectory, right? But again, it's not like he's a lottery pick at best. At best, if he continues to, you know, elevate his game, he's what a second round pick. Yeah, at best. So you look at this team. And you go back and look, and you know it's six o'clock hour today. We were uh, this morning. We were talking about this, comparing, contrasting with that, the two final four, you know, back to back final four teams. How many NBA get players around those teams? Oh, I mean, you're, Sam Decker, Frank Kaminsky, Duye Dukin, uh, what, Aleem Ford? You had, I'm missing someone here. Uh, Bronson Koenig. You had all kinds of guys who got either a ten day contract, like most of them, a little, you know, a little blink of an eye in the NBA, but they're still there. Or like a Frank Kaminsky who's still doing his thing. So, Rowdy, how the hell is this team doing so well this year? Therefore, I go into this. Greg Gard needs to be Big Ten Coach of the Year. Does Greg Gard need to be National Coach of the Year? He's right up there, and he's going against, what is it, uh, Cooley from Providence, who they played head-to-head. Yeah, and without Johnny Davis, obviously. Greg Gard. Greg Gard. Up for contention, not only Big Ten Coach of the Year, but National Coach of the Year. You have Johnny Davis... Naismith Player of the Year Award. Uh, I don't know if he's a front runner, but he's you know he's top five. So you look at this team, Rowdy, and we were talking about like what made you a believer. It was that first Purdue game, right? That's, yeah, that's what I named. That's what we said. We're like, okay, this team is this is it. This is this team because we still there are still games when you doubted them. We were talking well, about this. You look at what they who they played at the beginning of the season, and and when you play St. Francis, okay, they they beat the hell out of them. Great. 
they should every single time. Same thing with Green Bay. Okay, Green Bay is not supposed to be very good this year. And then when they got into some of those games, it was like, okay, Providence, there wasn't very many high expectations for Providence. So at the time, you're like, eh. <laughs> Texas A&M, you're like, okay, it's a power five win, but is Texas A&M uh, you know, a, a big powerhouse when it comes to basketball? No, but it's a power five win. Then you got the little... Ooh. Houston, St. Mary's wins. And you're like, okay, this team might be pretty good. Like Houston's supposed to be a pretty good team this year. And don't forget, that's when Houston was healthy. I know they've lost some players due to injuries since, but then they would would go on the road and they played Georgia tech. Not a great team. It's, it's an ACC team, but it was at Georgia tech. It was a young team. They found a way to get a close win. They beat Marquette, which at the time didn't have as high of expectations, but now they're playing well. And then you split your first two Big Ten games, but you had an Indiana team that was dominating you until you came back. You got smoked at Ohio State. Ohio State was supposed to have a good team. And then it was the Nichols State and the Illinois State where you barely escaped until you finally beat number three Purdue at Purdue. Yeah, it was just insane. I have to, uh, my list of players of the NBA. I have to take a lean forward back. He was not on the team then. He was, uh, did go to the Yeah, I was going to say that was uh, definitely. That was not a lean forward. Now, now you list. look at those teams, and at the time, it wasn't like outside of Houston, the majority of those teams had huge high expectations. You have Providence, who's a top 15 team. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M ended up being okay. They're nothing special, but it's a power five. Yeah. Win. yeah. Houston's are still a good top 15 team. You have St. Mary's, who's now a ranked team. Well, the Texas A&M win, too, by the way, Rowdy, not to interrupt you, was that was the first Badgers true road game with fans in the stands, if I remember correctly. And then... After that, was that what it was? No, I think it was a neutral site game. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. That was a neutral site game. But yeah, you, you had Texas A&M was okay. They haven't been terrible. They haven't been great. And then you have Houston and St. Mary's. Georgia top, Tech. That's what it was. Top 15. Yeah. Top Georgia Tech 25. was the first. Georgia Tech, game. first true road game. That was the first true road young game. Kids. Yep. You got to win. Now, they haven't been good, but it's a power five win. It's not, uh, you know, sister. Sister, sister of Mary of School of the Blind. blind like <laughs> Dog Creek U. Marquette. They turned out to be a lot better than what a Big lot time. of people expected. They, they were a fringe 25 team for the majority of the season here. Indiana, still a bubble team. Ohio State ranked. But even, even the crappy games, the Nickel State team, they might make the NCAA tournament. Totally. They're actually tied for the lead in their little conference. Well, we were talking about that when they were uh, going to play them. Like, this team could probably win their conference and be in the NCAA tournament. You look at the non-conference for Wisconsin, and outside of Illinois State, St. Francis, and Green Bay, they actually played pretty good competition, and they were finding ways to win games. We just, at the time didn't realize that those teams were actually as good as they were because none of them had real expectations Correct. outside of Houston. Yeah, Wisconsin basketball, man. And then you got into Big George Ten Mason would have got tuned up, too, if it wasn't for Colby. You got into Big Ten play, and you'll, your first loss in Big Ten play after Ohio State was Michigan State. You didn't have Tyler Wall. Nope. I think they win that game at the Kohl Center if they have Tyler Wall, especially how it played oh, out. Oh, yeah, you saw it in the second go-around, right, with Tyler Wall on the road in East Lansing. They waxed him up. I think the only two games where Wisconsin looked outmatched this entire year was at Ohio State and at Illinois. Correct. I agree. I still think that that Rutgers loss in Madison, that was still a competitive game, even though at the right now it's the worst loss they have. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how good this team is. Only two games where you're like, ooh, they got smoked. And you go look back at the two years when they had the Final Four runs where you never doubted the Badgers, especially the second year, you never doubted the Badgers any game. This year, there was a lot of doubt creeping in, but they proved all the doubters wrong. And now a team that was picked 10th 
could be winning the Big Ten tonight. I think there's three reasons why. One, how can Wisconsin be this good? There's a lot of parity in college basketball this yep. year. There's no great team. Yep. Two, the step of Johnny Davis. No one thought he was going to go from a guy that he was obviously the, one of the better players off the bench last year, but he wasn't getting as much time, wasn't getting as much touches. That was now, a, oh no, I said that was a leap. Now he's by far a top five player in college basketball. Mm-hmm. And then third, it has to be Greg Gard's best coaching job as a Badgers head coach. Gardo. This is the best job he's done. Gardo. Uh, let's go to the phones quick. Line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, there's a pipeline from the South calling in. <laughs> the pipeline of the North who migrated South. Troy yeah, in back. Florida. Yeah. What's up, Troy? Hey, happy uh, Fat Tuesday. And cannot believe that we're sitting here talking on March 1st about winning outright the Big Ten title. I'm just, just so happy for the players and coaches. It's crazy. It's, it's just nuts. You know, it, it's totally out of surprise and just uh, one of those miracle times where it's like god just soak it in folks and then it's gonna be awesome if they can win tonight i'm glad the mass mandate out they got the whiteout oh coming. i got bad news though uh for the coal center it's still till the 12th for that dumbass mass oh, mandate wh- really well <laughs> it's science dude yeah well what are you gonna do <laughs> but, uh, you know, it sh- <laughs> should be loud down there tonight should be loud hey, you guys fun. got really good science in florida by the way how's yeah life's well, yeah. easy down there it is, and and they're on ESPN, which is good, so I can watch it on a big screen instead of my computer. So everything's leaning towards a big win tonight, guys, and uh, just wanted to say hi. And, well, Troy, uh, I mean, how confident are we? How confident are we? You know, I, I, I'm i I'm kind of a cautious person, but every going to the rack and getting that win was huge. Yeah. Uh, that's a – you go back to the Sam Decker days and all, even when the current players aren't there, that was, that's been a tough place for us to play. And, uh, you know, they, they go out and they just keep on surprising. I just get a kick out of all the national people who say, oh, they just set a record for winning the most games under six points or whatever. Who cares? It's a win. <laughs> I know. It's a win, folks. They're 14-1 I mean, and one of six points or less. That's a sign of a good team then. They can, they can find right. ways to I do it. I just don't understand why that. It doesn't a, matter to blow out teams in college basketball like in football where there's only four teams that make the college football playoff. 68 freaking teams make the tournament. Right. I don't know. I, I just think that's a point of emphasis that somebody, I think there's some people who just don't, don't believe in, in the, you know, the Badgers because they've won some close games. Yeah. But I think there's a, such a surprise, but they're just so consistent. I mean, the other day when they were winning, uh, they, they have a tendency to start slow, but then they, you know, let teams into it, but that's, that's their DNA. That's what they do. And, yeah. you know, Praise them for getting 20-some-plus wins. That's crazy. It's just so excited for everybody that's involved in it. it and it just makes me forget last year's group even faster. <laughs> who are you talking about? Yeah, who? Who, Troy? Who? <laughs> hey, Troy, what are we doing for Fat Tuesday in Florida? We got some shrimp at the We got some jambalaya. Like, what do we, we got some uh, po' boys? What do we got yeah. cooking? Actually, today we're just going to go out and take the, our puppy jersey for a walk. And then, uh, you know, I've been hitting the donut shop down the road here a little too often. I'm going to cancel <laughs> that one on today. No, um, just 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 do an extra walk. Just have an extra mile I, on that walk. I, I know I'm going to have a, some leftovers of, of Hungry Howie's pizza for lunch. So uh, well, shout out to Hungry you know, Howie. Yeah, you got to have a little Creole cook, just a little Creole eating for. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. well, we're going to try. I, mean, right. I, I got one. I got one distraction. My daughter's flying in tonight at eight forty. Oh, good. That's Game's on fun. at. 8. Yeah, game's on at 8. I was like, come on, can't you change your flight? Um, <laughs> Troy, send a taxi. I, I, <laughs> Don't so you have the Uber I, I got, app? I got my Hulu uh, app on my phone, and so I'll have it on when I pick her up, and it'll be a quick ride out and back. So, Well, what's the missus doing? She can't, you know, uh, she can't drive? 
Miss, Mrs. seems to have a hard time with directions. Let's, let's put it that way, politely. <laughs> oh, she has a so, cell phone. You got GPS. No, All right. I'm just trying to just trying right. to problem solve here I, for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We've, we've had this discussion several times. So. <laughs> uh, Troy, Troy real quick. Going. One time I was driving back from Virginia Beach, and it was like I was just going to do it straight. It was like 20-something hours. And after about like, I think it was like 22 hours. After about 20 hours, I was right outside of Chicago, and I told Jen, my wife, I'm like, I can't keep my eyes open. You need to, need to drive. She goes, which way do I go? I'm like, you just go straight. Troy, I woke up two hours later. We were like lost downtown Chicago. I'm like, how? In the, like, all you had to do was go straight. How in the hell are we like lost now? I don't know. I didn't hey. want to wake you up. Yeah. Hey, bad news. My wife, I had it on. You are ah. so in trouble. Oh no! Oh! I had I had Evo's uh, Evo Twitch on inside, Uh-oh. and I came outside, and, and she had I forgot it was inside. She just called. Damn me. it, Troy. Oh. Busted, busted, busted. Damn it. We, uh, yeah. Here we are right. thinking we were sly, too. Unbelievable. <laughs> we All right, well, Troy, too. turns out you got to go pick your daughter up from the airport. Sorry. Right. Hey, you guys have a good day. And, uh, <laughs> buddy. Hope to, be, hope to be calling in tomorrow. <laughs> you know the number, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. That's it. Oops, I just got Troy in trouble. Well, you talked about oopsies. Sorry, Troy. Some of the media talking about, hey, they're on the one line. They're on the two line. Well, right now they're ranked 10, so if you just – looked at the rankings and did it based on rankings, you're a, what, second three seed here? Yeah. You beat Purdue, who's currently ranked eighth, and you officially sweep them this year? That's a huge bump. That's huge. That's another great win for Wisconsin. Add it to their quad one wins. And then on top of that, you take care of business against Nebraska because pretty much everyone else has. And you automatically get a buy into, what is it, Friday Mm -hmm. at the Big Ten Tournament? You go one and one in the Big Ten tournament, beat maybe what it would be right now in Indiana or a Michigan if everything was set the way that it was. I Michigan, I give me Michigan. I don't see how you couldn't be at least a two seed, especially with that kick to the end of the season. Well, they already got guys, like I told you earlier, Jeff Goodman saying they should be a one seed with their resume right now. But yeah, to your point, Rowdy, you sweep Purdue, win the Big Ten outright, do whatever in the if, Big Ten if tournament. They, if they sweep the regular season... Finish up strong, beat, I think as of today, it's like Indiana, winner of Indiana and Michigan, and then win against whoever they get in the semis and then lose in the championship. I think that's still potentially a one seed. Wow. Soak it in. Because you know the team that they're going to be playing in the championship most likely has to be the Illinois, the, you know, Michigan State. It's going to be a team that's ranked. Or borderline ranked. I, I don't foresee any of these Northwestern I know the Kings Minnesota sent us, type uh, teams. Make let's a, see here how the Big Ten tournament. Run. We'll talk about it coming up. But uh, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, the other side of the bracket would be the Purdue and the Illinois. There, Michigan State there too. Is if it were right now. All right, I'm looking at CBSSports.com. They say one critical move each NFL team should make. Here's the Packers. <laughs> what do, first of all, what do you think of this clip? Well, if they, if the one critical move that the Green Bay Packers should make has to do with Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> of course I'm sure they'd like to do it, but it kind of hinges on him. <laughs> It'd be like uh, the couple people reporting that, like, oh, the draft's upcoming. Oh, Rodgers is going to make a decision soon. Here's a, here's a critical decision. Figure out what to do with Rodgers. Oh, gee, never thought of that. They should extend him five years and do all this other stuff. Oh, wait, he doesn't want to play five more years. Oh, wait. Here's what it is. And I quote, A year ago, you entered into a pack with a future Hall of Fame player that included a bunch of provisions that were basically poison pills. 
in order to allow him to get out in 2022 and for you to move on with a different team-building exercise, opening up a new window with Jordan Love playing for peanuts. Whether or not he's a starting quarterback remains to be seen, but it's time to start finding out. Because putting together a Frankenstein team this year when you know it's all or nothing after failing to win with a better roster the last two years is a risk that will only thrust you deeper into the abyss. Putting this genie back in the bottle won't work. That was a little different angle right there. It was. I was expecting him to say like something that would be ideally what the Packers would like with Aaron Rodgers. We appreciate them thinking outside the box right there. Putting the genie back in the bottle, thrusting you deeper into the abyss, poison pills. Wow. Who wrote this article? That would be Jason Luckenfora. Okay, my man. So, Rowdy, uh, I think you and I are both in agreement kind of on Jordan Love, right? My God, we need Aaron Rodgers. Like, we need oxygen over Jordan Love. Like, I wouldn't, I'm not, me personally, I'm not ready to write off Jordan Love as a bust, as a terrible player right now, just because of some of the things that have happened to him that are out of his control, like the COVID, like the. No, uh, neither am I, but the, I'd much rather have Aaron Rodgers. The preseason, like, where he got dinged up and couldn't really play. Yeah. But I will tell you this by the start of next season, where he gets to go through another off season, another preseason, and, and training camps and all that stuff. You better know what you have in Jordan Love by week one of this upcoming NFL season because that would give him officially, well, two preseasons, three off seasons, and what would that be? Two training camps because the other ones were kind of a little yeah. weird and not normal. At first we're like, man, this guy looks good in a tracksuit, but he can't really hit the broadside of a barn. Exactly, but by the start of week one of this NF upcoming NFL season, if you don't see stuff from Jordan Love – it, I'm sorry, I just don't think it's ever going to be there. It's like, Goody, time to take your lumps. So then there's this uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, who is so much better than Adam Schefter's dumbass. Rappaport is saying that the Green Bay and Rodgers are working on a short-term deal that would make Rodgers the highest paid player in the league. But this contract, it would be like a year-to-year base, basis, essentially. The contract talks are contingent on Rodgers returning to the Packers. Yeah, I'm curious obviously. to see how this would work because you know how absolutely annoying it would be or Brett Favre-esque it would be. Every year? If hey, he in just, or he out? Yeah, if he just started signing for to be – because he continues to play well. He, the yeah. only way he can continue to sign like this is if he plays well, plays at a high level, or he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And as of right now, he's not showing any drop-off, right? No, no. So, but it'd be annoying. Yeah, every year. Okay, are you coming back? Yes. Okay. Do you need to be the highest paid guy? Yes. Yes. It's I, like the song- I get it, but it's at the time it's like the Brett Favre saga when he was going back and forth. It got and annoying. Back and forth. A man can only cry so many times over Brett Favre. I cried twice. And Couldn't do it anymore after retirement. If Aaron Rodgers continues to do that, he's kind of holding the Packers hostage because you don't want to push him out of the door. Yeah. But you also don't really necessarily want to jump to Jordan Love right away. And he said many times that he doesn't want to do what Brett Favre did. So, and, and he's not doing that now. Rogers, have you ever heard Rogers say he's going to retire? No, no. He said he's I. thinking about. He's so, going to go take some time to think about yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he's a human being. Oh, and he's a human living. Let him let him have a little time. Free to agency think. hasn't started yet, so it it doesn't March sixteenth. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's got 15, 15, fifteen days. Like if he's still holding this up, and it was like. I don't know, May or June, 
Then I'd start to get then, a little, dude, you said you were going to have a decision like, well before hey, free agency for Devontae Adams listen to do here, his thing and some of these guys to do his thing. Would you grab him by his hair, Rowdy, and be like, make a decision already, guy? I would think by March 16th you would have to pretty much know what Rodgers is doing. Well, I think he's going to crap pretty soon here. The crap will get off the pot. I'm pretty sure he's going to be crapping pretty soon. That's the vibe I'm getting. And I'm, I'm also all right with Aaron Rodgers being the highest paid guy and not necessarily taking a pay cut. Uh, he has been the best quarterback in the NFL the last two years. Yeah, he's the MVP. The only thing that I would like to see is how they can structure it to fit that much money versus the cap, just because they can restructure it in different ways where it doesn't have as big of a cap hit yeah. as like the Matt Ryans of the world. I think I saw where it was like he could be the highest paid guy out there, but he would only cost like 20, 25 million against the cap where technically it would actually still be a better deal for the Packers cap-wise. So the sc- they got to figure it out that way. Yeah, the scuttlebutt was that Rodgers wants $50 million, and then he hit up Pat McAfee last week, uh, was that Friday, and said that is categorically false. Never happened. Uh, Rodgers denied those reports saying he wants to be the highest-paid player in league history, but they say he may, however, desire to be the highest-paid player for the upcoming season. That would mean that he would have to be paid at least $45 mil to match Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs quarterback who makes $45 mil, that's his current annual salary. Uh, that money, not really cap-friendly, but the Packers are, what, $29 million over right now? It was Kenny Clark, David ba- or Aaron Jones, and then David Bakhtiari. And they'll have some more moves coming out here. And then it's happens, what, what happens with Rodgers? I get the vibe that Rodgers is coming back. He'll probably be that $45 million on the table, not the 50 mil, but the 45 mil match, or maybe a little more of Patrick Mahomes. And he's the MVP of the league. He's the MVP. Do you think the MVP doesn't have the right to say something like that? I, no, get, but, I get it with fans saying like, hey, look at Tom Brady did. I understand that. Now, he wiggled his way into this current contract where this is his last year and next year's void because he was supposed to be under contract the following year as well. Mm-hmm. So he's put himself in this position. I, I'm sure he knows what he's doing. But if he plays out this season and we just start doing one-year deals, then I'll start to roll my eyes and be like, this is literally what Brett Favre did. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Let's not go down this road. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what the Packers do just because there are contracts like Aaron Rodgers that they need to talk about. Like Randall Cobb, you can cut him right now hey, and Randy. you'd save like a little over $6 million. Yeah. But you could also restructure him and say, hey, he comes to agreement that he's going to take a pay cut instead of saving six million. Maybe you save seven million. Like those are the type of of decisions that I'm sure also hinge on Aaron Rodgers. Yep, no doubt. All right, uh, there's a little Rodgers update for you. It's I, I'm going to guess that he actually gets his uh, decision made prior to March 16th. Yeah, I feel that I feel that way too. So that the Packers actually have time to do the type of you know Randall Cobb cuts or yeah. or pay cuts or the extensions for certain guys like. Devontae Adams. Yep. Uh, yeah, what are they going to do with Tay? Are they gonna... I don't think they tag him. I don't think they tag him. The Packers never tag I anyone. Think if, you, if you tag Devontae Adams. When's the last time he was a franchise tag? Was it like, was it just a long time ago? Anyways, what are you saying? Weren't they just talking about doing it not too long ago? Yeah, for, regardless. For I don't think they've tagged someone for a long time, though. Any, anyways, I, I think there's multiple reasons why you don't tag him. One it makes it harder to get under the cap by March 16th because the tag, you have to get under they that to be cap, under the cap before. To, to so it's even him. harder. So I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. Two, Devontae Adams also was already specifically talking about how he wants an extension and basically he'd be pissed with the franchise tag. Yeah. Well, you don't want to make your star receiver all Ew. pissy. And two, 
it hinges on some of the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Do you want to extend him two years? If Aaron Rodgers is saying he wants to be there for two years, do you want to extend him for three years? I don't think you extend Devontae Adams for any more than three years because it's just not going to be worth it. No. He's got two to three really good seasons left in him, and we know wide receivers fall off by 32. From 2011 to 2021, the Packers are the only team in the league not to use the franchise tag. Yeah, because of those three reasons, though, I don't think Ryan Pickett, 2010, they placed the tag on defensive tackle Ryan Pickett as a way to buy time to sign him to a new long-term deal. That was the last time they used the franchise tag. Damn. And... and in the situation they're in, it's going to be tough to do it. Yeah, because you've got to be under the tag. you got to be but under the cap. it would be pretty good radio because there's going to be a lot of moves being made in the next two weeks if they're going to tag them. It always comes back to that, folks. Good topics. Well, basically, if you want to tag them, you have to not only clear the $28, 29000000 million you're over, you have to clear that other 20 to That's $49 million. That's a lot of money. 